good uh, news and really bad news. Um, the really good news is that uh, I think that went really well. That's the good news. Uh, the bad news is that uh, my recording thing crapped out. So, oh. <laughs> how much did we did we get? Um, so, in, <laughs> in essence, we haven't we haven't even started yet. In essence, oh, of course it is. Yeah, look to your left and look to your right. If you don't see one of the people around you recording a podcast, it's you. Welcome to Game Busters. Can you do the scary voice uh, version of that? Welcome to Game Busters. <laughs> I want to. You know what? I've I've changed my mind rapidly. I want this to have a Disney World haunted mansion vibe to it. <laughs> Welcome to Game Busters. Yes. And I'm your ghost host with the most. Um, Beetlejuice. It's, oh, no, Beetlejuice is copyrighted. Strike that, please. <laughs> You're right. Uh, uh, all right. Please keep your hands and legs inside the vehicle on all sides. That's my name, babes. Welcome to Game Busters, a podcast from GameLuster.com. Uh, I'm your host, uh, not a ghost, just a human, Nirav. Uh, I'm joined by my three co-hosts here today. Hello, I'm Tim. Uh, one of my earliest memories involves Donkey Kong. I'm Kate. You can toss all your coins at me. Uh, oh, listeners of plenty. And I'm Elizabeth. I know more about Pokemon than I do myself. Great. Uh, so we've, you can see we've got a veritable panel of experts here today that uh, we've got... Really? When are we going to lead them? Oh, you meant us. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, that was good. That was pretty good. Um, so, uh, real quickly, uh, let, let's do something a little different this time. Uh, why don't we go around and you don't ha- you don't have to like say like definitively, but like uh, wh- why don't we just sort of like say like what's your what's your favorite game? You know, and if you don't have a definitive one, just pick one of your favorites, and just so people kind of get to know what we're what, what we're about. You have you have asked me uh, a, a terrible question. Okay. You have asked- to name my favorite game, and there are just so many of them. I, I like to play all sorts of things. How dare you? Okay. I get a new favorite game approximately every three months. Currently, it's The Witcher, but overall, Breath of the Wild. I have to pick one? You don't... I mean, I just said you can mention one. I mean, it doesn't... You don't have to... It's good to be Xenoblade Chronicles, man. Xenoblade Chronicles really? is the best game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, my... Uh, well, I think Kate sort of made me look like a thief now. My favorite is also Breath of the Wild. Um, but I will, I will throw out that, like, honestly, just, I played, uh, I've played Death Stranding for the first time, and that's really up there fighting it, honestly. Uh. You mean Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus? Norman Reedus's Fetus Simulator was a gift. Uh. I would call it Walking Simulator 2020, but that's an actual game now. No, yeah, no, it's peeing simulator. Time. You only you only pee like twice. Get over it. Did okay. you not drink enough Monster Energy? Everyone, okay, you pee oh, once in a I video game and they one. mark you for life. Every time I hear about this game, it just sounds like people are making stuff up. All right. So we are going to launch off with our uh, our premiere episode of Game Busters with our uh, hopefully recurring segment, the Hall of Fame Luster. Uh, each week we're going to bring a topic. Each of us is going to bring a, a, a character or maybe a game or something like that to nominate for the best of that topic. 
Uh, this week's topic is spookiest ghost. Each of us has brought one ghost with them. Uh, everyone, please place your ghost on the table in front of you where it is visible. Thank you. The right. whole point of a ghost was it? A... Okay, never mind. Mm. Ghosts can appear visible if they want to. If That's only if they want to. Some t- yeah. So uh, what we're going to do here to kind of keep this like snappy and succinct is to give everyone one minute. Uh, you have 60 seconds to tell me why your ghost is the spookiest ghost. And then after that, we will close the polls for voting and uh, we will announce the winner. And that person or ghost, I guess, in this case, will be officially inducted into the uh, Game Luster Hall of Fame Luster. Uh, We're going to workshop that name and make it something that's uh, maybe, you know what? No, no, I like it. We're committing to it. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Elizabeth, why don't you tell me about your ghost? I mean, as the resident Pokemon fan... There's a lot of really freaky ghost-type Pokemon. But, like, you look in the Pokedex for Gengar. Gengar has a Pokedex entry where it actually says, there is no escaping it, give up. And what's even worse than that is that Mega Gengar will try to curse its trainer. And even worse than that is Gigantamax Gengar, who is the size of a building... And has a mouth that apparently leads directly into the afterlife, and you can hear your loved one's voices calling out from it. It's a Pokemon game. You know, for kids. My son plays this game. I don't have a son. That's because the ghost got him. (laughs) Right. Driftloon got him. Driftloon. Driftloon and Litwick were my second choices. All right, time. Very good. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's try Kate and begin. Welcome to the Village of the Lost. <laughs> Seated above an abyss leading to the depths of hell itself, this creepy-ass village is the setting for the classic Japanese horror game Fatal Frame 2, Crimson Butterfly. Trapped within are ghosts of endless tortured souls forced to relive and relive the moment of their death in eternal agony for all time. A suicide victim tumbles from the roof as she flings herself off. A woman whose neck was broken by a jealous lover lurches towards you, every angle of her body just so slightly askew. And the leader of all of these ghosts is Sae Kurosawa, a twin who failed to kill her other twin, and therefore complete the ritual which would appease these lost souls forever. You have no knife. You have no gun. All you have is a camera. These ghosts want blood. They want murder. And they will stop at nothing. Time. Until they are appeased. Hey, very good. Okay, nice work. All right, Tim. Take us home here. <clears throat> it is the post-apocalyptic future of Fallout 4. You're in Nuka World. You've gone to a supposedly haunted Grantchester Mystery Mansion. You're there, nominally, to deal with a bandit infestation. He's fighting monsters, but something's wrong. Every so often you see a little girl outside the corner of your vision. Is she helping you? Is she hurting you? But you put it away. Finally, you find the bandit. He's been behind everything all along, trying to drum up the curse to drive people away. Except you go into the attic, 
and you see a tiny figure skipping, laughing, heading towards a door. <laughs> you walk towards it, curious, confused. You open it. Behind it, there's only a boarded up wall and laughter. The ghost is real, and she finds you funny, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, yeah, nice. You've got 10 seconds, but uh, actually, Kate went a few over, so I'll let you donate a few of your rollover seconds to her. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, now I'm going to start for myself. Okay, so Little Nightmares is definitely my favorite horror game. Uh, it's a 2D horror platformer, if anyone hasn't seen it. Um, basically, the last area, it kind of takes you to the final boss, who has been running the whole operation the whole time. Uh, the lady, she is a uh, kind of an old, uh, older, like a, a Japanese woman, I guess, without a face, wearing like a traditional kimono, uh, and you have to kind of creep around her whole like giant like suite basically uh, during the last segment before you face off against her. Uh, she's sort of the physical manifestation of, of gluttony and and always wanting more, and so you don't want to get caught. Uh, and I remember when I was like sneaking into her room, I had to sneak behind her as she looked looked into the mirror and hummed to herself. And once I crawled under the bed, the humming just like stopped, and then like I peeked out again, and she was just gone, and it was just dead silent. And then I cried. The the tears came then. Um, and man, uh, I freaked out. Uh, hey, hit 60 seconds. All right. So now each of us gets one sentence to rebuke, to, re to, to refute the others and to make a final stand. Ghost type beats ghost type. It's like watching every Japanese horror movie at once. She has no hit points. You cannot kill her. She finds you funny. Humming is scary sometimes. <laughs> uh, all right, now we're gonna we're gonna adjourn to the polls. Uh, polls are open. Everyone, I see the votes are coming in uh, very quickly. Here they are. I've collected them in my hands. They're so that I feel the heft of them. All right, uh, our winner tonight is. Uh, Lucy from Fallout 4, the uh, ghost in the uh, Grantchester mansion of Nuka World. Uh, spooky. The spookiest. I, I think I can agree with, like, maybe if this was, like, a discussion for like, most powerful, I think I could see Gengar coming out on top. But this is, we're, we're getting spooky here. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. So, uh, with that in mind, uh, that means that Tim is the the winner uh, for this Hall of Fame, so he's going to get a cool little treat at the end of the podcast. Uh, oh dear. Yes, you'll find out, and so will he when we get there. <laughs> so we'll move on to our next bit, <clears throat> which is sort of the uh, the meat of this. Uh, I kind of wanted to uh, take the middle segment here, uh, which we're calling Bustums. This is called Game Busters. You come in here, obviously we got to bust a game open, otherwise you're not getting your money's worth. This is Buster, a free podcast. What are you doing? Bustin'. Makes me feel good. I don't know that one. Oh, never mind. It's not very popular. It, it, it's, it's about to be. Everybody go <laughs> check it out. Alright, so uh, what I want to do is just sort of like facilitate some uh, discussion here. The idea of, uh, of the Bustums is we're going to take this game... We're going to bust it down to its component parts. Think of it like a machine. We're going to pick out all these cogs... What are all the pieces of it, the, the things that are, are making it up? 
And we're going to kind of sort them out into like what works and what doesn't work. And then at the end, we'll, we'll kind of talk about like if you were if you were there in the in the development studio in the in the, like at the making of the design doc, what would you do differently? So for this week, uh, we, we're going to do a game I've been thinking about a lot uh, recently. I, I played it a few months ago, but uh, it's a Shadow of the Colossus, a big hit from PlayStation 2. Uh, 2005, I believe, was the original release made by Team Ico, published by Sony. Um, the the one I played was the PS4 version, but I, I think it's exactly the same game. So, uh, uh, yeah, PS4 slightly different. Polished, I think. Yeah, um, there's a little bit of quality of life. It runs at 60 frames per second, but content-wise, it is exactly the same. Okay, Did great. The- janky ass physics or no <laughs> no it's it the physics are less janky but they are they are there is still janky. Got it. that's a feature not a bug yeah <laughs> all right so yeah i wanted to kind of just like talk about like uh which of the things here are, are kind of the things that you will talk about like i don't know what, what works for you guys in this game monster design monster design's amazing I love how each Colossus is its, like, own world, and how, like, some of them have, like, fur you can hold on to, and how they each, how they each interact with their environment. So, even though you're, the whole point of the game is go kill big monster, however, 11 times. I think there's, I think there's 16, but yeah, anyway. Okay, 16 times. It's still a a completely different fight each time. I love that. I mean, there's like two or three with a similar build to get you used to the idea, but they iterate uh, very strongly based on existing premises. Like, you know, even the ones that are like similar in stature monsters, you have to do so much different stuff to do. Uh, What works for me? Horse mechanics. Uh, Aggro, your horse, is a primary supporting companion. In the game, he is an excellent boy. Uh, he sure is. Incredibly supportive and wonderful and just a really good secondary character, you know, despite being a non-speaking animal companion. Just a brilliantly written secondary companion character who actually contributes to the main character's journey. And now, oh, still Kate, did he make your uh, top ten horses list? Yeah, he was number three. That's pretty that good. List. You can check out that list on GameWester.com of the top ten video game horses. It was written with maybe more passion for horses than I've ever had for anything. Can confirm, Kate loves horses. Hey, it's true. Uh, one thing I want to say though, like that has impressed me about this game is that like there are only what is like fifteen or sixteen enemies, I suppose, in the entire game. But each of them is so uh, so compelling that there isn't like there isn't a need for smaller enemies. Like it, it's essentially a chain of like fifteen boss fights, right? I mean, that's oh, yeah. that's oh, what the game it, is. It, it's an open world game boss rush. Yes, it yeah. is absolutely. And like the thing is that like now I'm not normally like a big like oh I love like rerunning bosses or anything or like doing boss fight modes when games have those, but like. Just the, the, I don't know, I think the, I think you really hit it with, like, how they interact with their environment being so impressive. Like, the, it's like, it's watching these creatures kind of, like, live out their lives, and then, like, of course, you you have to interrupt it and be like, no, 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 this one's mine. Um, But, 
Yeah, it's 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 really interesting that like I never, you know, people in open world games will complain about like, you know, enemy variety and you know, just dis- dispersing the enemies correctly and stuff like that, but uh, I don't think anyone's ever felt like there needed to be any like smaller enemies between bosses on this. Like it's it's incredible how they like were able to to convey like you know or, or, or i guess deliver an experience like that with just those creatures you know? i actually found that part of why the story was so compelling because it felt like this world is empty and you're going around and you're killing the only things that inhabit this world it, it made it it made it feel more like wrong what you were doing it was the first game I played that ever made me have this feeling of being small. Like, I realized, holy crap, I am a small human amidst this world of giants. And there are other games since that have given me a similar experience. I mean, there are bosses in, in Breath of the Wild and some of the later Final Fantasies that give you that same sense of scale, but... This was the first one. Like, dang, it says you are small and it doesn't let you forget it. And it did it on the PS2. Yeah, I think that's pretty incredible, too. And, I mean, a lot of, I think, the jankiness can be uh, ascribed to the the capabilities of the PS2, the physics engine and such. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was an extremely, I mean, originally there were supposed to be 48 colossi. Whoa. What? I still would have played that. Yeah. I would uh, play if they were all that unique, I would have played the hell out of that game. I know people love for, like, longer... Uh, well, I guess the, the market, at least, shows that people prefer, like, longer games. But, like, I think Shadow of the Colossus is one of those games I can, like, describe as having, like, pretty much a perfect length. Like, that was exactly as yeah. long as it needed to be. Um, I do agree with that. So, like, one thing that... I mean, if for anyone who hasn't played it, the, the idea is that you're... Uh, you're basically like set into this world. You're, um, is it your sister or your girlfriend? I don't think it does. It even say they have never specifically um, uh, said what it is. Usually, it's not even. I think it's just usually she's referred to as the princess, and okay. you're the wanderer. Okay. But again, those aren't names. Yeah, yeah, right. So some people do, you know, just casually call it Wanda and the Colossus. Um, That's a Japanese name. No, no, no. It's Wander and the Colossus, because you are Wander, the Wanderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanda is what people joke that the kid's name actually is, as in a fish called. Oh. I realize, have any of you heard of that movie? Uh, Wanda? No, I was thinking of Wanda from the Fairly Odd Parents. Also, yeah, that's a much more contemporary (laughs) reference. um, Yeah. Um, well, what, well, one thing is that, like, I, I think that this, this, the reason the story, it's, it's strange because, like, the story is pretty compelling, but, like, I mean, just, like, write it on paper, there is no story, right? Like, you get in there and it's, like, uh, a voice tells you that, like, you can rescue the princess by, like, killing these colossi, and that's, that's it. You're that's the... right. No, she does have a name. It's Mono. Mono. Okay. Mono! Um, and I think this game really kind of played with with who you, we were as gamers, because we walked into this game, we were told by a disembodied voice, hey, kill these 16 monsters to save the princess, and none of us questioned Yeah, not, no, we were all like, got it, that's what I have to do. Exactly. We just like, kind of accepted that this is a game, this is our objective, you know, this, we didn't question the disembodied voice, we didn't ask what are its motives, we just 
we did it. Right. And, like, I, I think, like, especially coming before, like, obviously, like, what Bi- Bioshock is, like, the big one for this, right? Like, but this this came, like, you know, what, two or three years before Bioshock. Uh, and I'm, I think this, I mean, like I said, I didn't play it till recently, but, and I might be wrong, but I, I think this was maybe one of the first games to really, like, even question, like, like to make, like, tried to make players question what video games are as a medium. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I get it. I get in here and you tell me what to do and then I do it. And I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't know how you guys felt. I suppose you were younger, like, uh, you know, kids when you were playing this game. Like, did you feel like the actual guilt for killing these colossi? Like, a thousand percent, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's the first to play with what is a video game. But it it is definitely a, a a very good example of it, and yes, I did feel guilt for for killing, especially the later one. Oh, what is it? The uh, the cowardly one. You have to drag out. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it's it's. I mean, like I, I think that like I, I sort of like started getting like almost like sick halfway through. I was like, what am I doing? I don't. Do I yeah. yeah. As you watch Wander like turn like dark and you're like oh i think i might be making a mistake are we the baddies the really late game flying one the super super long one that, that the one not... with the stand no it's the flying one that won't do anything to you until you get onto its back yeah that's um, in the, you mean in the lake yes yes, yes. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. The yeah. One that just it will not it's so big and so peaceful like you're it's just it's the opposite of everything we've come to expect from video games like even among these giant monsters this is the biggest one that we've seen and it doesn't attack you it doesn't aggro you it doesn't do anything it's just living its life phalanx yes phalanx is the one that always got me yeah that okay that one was like I, i i don't know if they changed its design in the ps4 version but like it was like presented almost like a flying like a like manta ray in a way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it wasn't really a bird, but like I I found that thing like really fascinating. Uh I, and it was like I don't know, like that I think that one maybe was the first one that like caused me to like actually say like I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> it was like w- watching it like crash into the ground, you know, and like and all all that like was just like what I, I don't know. I, I'm just, like, I was always really impressed with, like, how, uh, I don't know, it, it's it's almost like the game is telling you that the only way to beat it is to just stop playing, and it's, it's it's I don't know, that's always been very fascinating to me, especially being from a, an, a, an older game, like, if that were to come out now, I would be like, this is, this is dumb, <laughs> but... I mean, it wasn't dumb when it explicitly did that in Spec Ops The Line. Yeah, Spec Ops The Line is another great example of that, yeah. The problem was, I, I feel Spec Ops The Line was, like, way too heavy-handed with it. Yeah. Um, and it, it Spec Ops The Line also forced you to do stuff. It then, like, it, it then directly admonished you for doing, rather than having you do a thing and then making you more naturally feel guilty for doing it. But since we're busting this game open, I feel like that leads to the question, like, does it work? Because you start to realize not too far into the game that you're harming peaceful wildlife that is just kind of living its life. And, you know, is this 
does it work? I mean, all of us obviously continued playing, even though we had this feeling that Nirav is described as as guilt or sickness. But I you have know, to, how many gamers have been driven away I think from this? For me, for me, it was uh, maybe if I keep going, you know, we'd already gotten halfway through and they had told us you'll save the princess or whatever. You're like, maybe I can get one good thing out of this. Because at the point I'm at, I've killed like six oh, of these. Oh, sort of sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> Which I think is what Wander was feeling at the time. Oh god, is this is this sunk cost fallacy? The I, video game. It, it might be. I I actually have to say quickly though. I actually didn't uh, finish the game. I I think I had two like two colossi left, and I was. I mean, very frankly, I said to myself, "This game is making me sad, and I don't like feeling sad." And I I put it away and. I was still, I mean, like, very, yeah. very impressed with it, though. It was, That's like... The important but, but Nirav, question. if you don't complete the game, then Ico can never happen. That's the question, is, you know, does oh. it work? It, it's very good at getting you to feel these things. You, it's But does it work? I mean, I, it's not even, like, it's not one of those, like, gray area games where it's saying, you know, are you in the wrong? Are you in the right? Are you the good guy? Are you the bad guy? It pretty blatantly says... No, what Wander is doing is yeah, like you happy. you are very explicitly the bad guy of this story, and like oh yeah, uh, it's may, maybe well discounting the the voice I suppose in the temple, but like the, you're doing horrible deeds for what you presume are noble intentions. Yes, okay, yeah, that, great way to yeah. put it. But do we even know about anything about the princess though? You know, is she? We know that she's in danger, but. Is she a good person? Is she a bad person? Could she have been, you know, a conqueror or a dictator? We really just have so little information about who these people are. The interesting thing, we do know she's a good person, ironically, because we can hear her voice begging us to stop. True. Yeah. That's that that's fair. Uh so what what I was thinking, rather than just trying to like uh, like look around and nitpick for stuff we we maybe like don't like as much. I, I was thinking maybe we present this as like uh, picture yourself. You're you're in the room at Team Ica when we're building the design doc for this game. You have you know whatever resources and stuff you need. That's not the issue. But what are what are the problems with this that you or or not even problems but things that you think could have conveyed the intent of the game in in a better way? Maybe signs of worship. Maybe. Ooh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, signs of worship of the Colossi. That would be great. That actually sort of ties to like my my, my thing that I was going to suggest is like aban like abandoned homes or villages or something like that, like places where people used to live like very long ago. I, I think it would be very interesting to see like degrading, you know, overgrown ruins and stuff like that. Is what I mean. Yeah, that would have been. But yeah, like a, a sign of a culture, I guess, built around the Colossi, like that they are these like, it would have given a little more weight to them, I guess, being these sort of like ancient creatures that are these undying entities. They're just like, they are, they are a quality of the earth rather than something inhabiting it, you know? I mean, there, there's, there are signs of civilization, but they're not signs of Colossi focused civilization. <laughs> Uh, like, you, you encounter several colossi in obviously man-made structures. Right, that's fair. You do. But they don't seem to be 
Except maybe the one for the Cowardly Colossus, which might have been built for it, because it's almost perfectly sized. But, I don't know, it doesn't seem like... It seems like they've just taken up residence in these abandoned spaces, rather than existing... You know, the, the, the spaces cropped up around them, which I think would have been much more, like, interesting. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like, had... If, if like... I, I think we're describing a different kind of story now, but, like, I'm imagining, like, an idea of a world where each of the colossi sort of were worshipped and, like, the, a temple was almost built around them. Like, and you can sort of see, like, features. And, like, uh, things in those temples could be really cool at conveying, like, the personality almost of these creatures. Like, and maybe even driving home, like, farther the point that they're not, like, monsters lumbering around, right? Like, yeah. Each of them has, like, a history or whatever. Um, I think that could be cool. Whether that's, you know, and that could have been applied either, like, any, you know, regardless. But, uh, I, I don't know. I think I'd also want to see more about the voice, you know? Yeah. The, dis- oh, yeah. the disembodied I mean, I know it's being deliberately vague, but I wanted to know more. I came out of the game wanting to know more. I'm pretty sure that it's canon that that is the voice of uh, Ueda. Um, just sort of like he's the, become an all-powerful god. Um, this is his world, and we're huh. living in it. I had not actually heard that interpretation before. Uh, I think that was that was mostly a joke, but now that I've said it, I feel like it might be real. Oh, oh, I don't think so. Um, as, uh, again, because remember that uh, the three games, the three major games by Team Ico are a reverse trilogy, so. Uh, the the last guardian leads into Wander in the Colossus leads into Ico chronologically. Oh, okay. I actually oh, I didn't, didn't know, know that. that. Yeah. I didn't know uh, Last Guardian connected in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've on, I've not played any of Ico's other games, um, but I I know the Last Guardian had like sort of mixed reception. Did you play that? I loved uh, it. I didn't play all of it. What Shadow of the Colossus needed then was Trico. A good boy. That's actually a good point. Trico and the armored, especially the armored Tricos, are very reminiscent of Colossi. And granted, this is, you know, applying with hindsight, but it would have been great to have seen a Tricos. Oh, are are there multiple Tricos in that game? Yes. So he's not really the last Guardian. Well, he's the only one that's free. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So it would have been cool to see some, like, how did Trico and the Trico race, how did they become, if they became the Colossi, how? Oh, yeah. And that would have been, that could have been, that could have been something to add into the PS4 version, honestly, in, like, retrospect, you know? Especially now that we have this trilogy. I feel like we could have more to connect it. In, this isn't necessarily something you could have done in the original studio, but now that we have all three of these games, I feel like the remakes could have done more to connect them. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, I want to kind of uh, bring this discussion uh, down to a close. Do you have any like further thoughts on this? You want to recommend it or not recommend it to anybody out there? I absolutely recommend it. Oh, Everyone recommend should at least it. experience I mean, it. Yeah, uh, get, get the remaster. Uh, I know a lot of people want yeah. to play it uh, retro. But the remaster is just such... I mean, functionally, it's the same physics. game. But yes, it's a much smoother thing. You know, yeah. it's... it's Agreed. It, it, 
twice the frame rate, so it's so much smoother. Yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful beautiful looking game, and like even like the they they paid a lot of I think it was Blue Point that did the remake, right? Like they yeah they did they paid so much attention to like the lighting and particle physics, even like it, it's one of the better looking PS4 games in my opinion. We've been we've been using a lot of words like intense, emotional, like hard to play, sad, but even hearing that, you know play it it's yeah. an experience that gamers should have because it, show. it asks us so much about what are video games and why do we play them all right nice job guys i think we've busted uh, a shadow of the colossus we will um i will find some gamer glue to get it put it back together and uh after that happens uh, uh you all can go out and play it um i'm sure it'll be available um the uh all right so i want to jump into our next thing which is sort of a game for us um just to kind of have some fun uh, so I'm going to call this one sub that sequel. I think we're going to do a different game each week. Uh, so for this one, I'm, I've picked out a few games, uh, that had sequels that had just a number. There was no subtitle. I want us okay. to, I want us to give them a subtitle instead of the number. Oh boy. Yes. Okay. okay. It's we time to get number, creative. We think it'll work. We can eat, we, if it works with the number, we can keep the number too. Yeah. Okay. Like we can do a Witcher three wild hunt if, if that feels appropriate. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're going to start off. You can't just say electric boogaloo for all of yeah. these. Oh, no, you, only... you have, you have, yeah, you have, you have one, you have one electric boogaloo to use. That's it. Yeah. Besides, <laughs> we're going to have to do it for a number three electric beagle. Come on. Okay, so to get actually, Tim, you should get us started on this one because uh, for the first one, I picked Borderlands Three. Tell me about okay. that one. What do you got? Uh, ooh, let's. Um... I mean, it depends on what you want to focus on. You could do uh, Borderlands 3. You'll hate her. Uh, <laughs> her? That's so vaguely threatening. Uh, so uh, let, let's, we can we can do this like kind of like funny, but like I was thinking like from a marketing perspective, like what's the thing you want people to know before buying yeah. the game? What's this well, about? Uh, Beyond Pandora, I think would actually be a good effective marketing. Um, okay. Borderlands 3 Beyond Pandora because we're finally going off, well, off Pandora's, you know, little universe for the first time in the series. We've gone to its moon, but now we're heading way away. I like that name a lot. That, 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 that's attention grabbing for me. Uh, I've not played Borderlands 3, but, uh, I'm, uh, I'm interested in that. Okay. Uh, all right, let's, 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 uh, try this one here. Uh, maybe this one's for me, but Fallout 4. I, I have a, Funny but also perfect one for this. Sure. Nate and Nora's Infinite Playland uh, uh, Wasteland playlist. <laughs> That's actually like not the worst. <laughs> it, Fallout Four, like... the year twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fallout Four. They took my baby. They Dingo's took... took my baby. They Dingo's were... took my baby. <laughs> That'd be good for like maybe like a Mad Max Australia situation. Fallout Four. What? No. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone's not aware, like the the Fallout one is, was literally a, a video game version somebody made an unlicensed Mad Max game. Well, technically, they made a a, a spinoff slash ripoff of an unlicensed Mad Max game. Oh, which Wait. is Wasteland. Yeah, yeah, Wasteland. Yeah. That's correct. Sorry. Um, wow, incredible. Fallout Four Soul Survivor, but Soul is spelled like S O U L. <laughs> Honestly, like I I wouldn't mind that either. Like. Uh, the in like retroactively also like Fallout Three would be like Fallout Three: The Wanderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like this could be like the Soul, yeah Fallout Four: Colon Soul Survivor. I think that's yeah. actually a good naming scheme for that. 
that would be I mean, actually that's what their canon names are. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Are, you know, I actually like that. But yeah, the Lone Wanderer. It's um the uh the the Vault Dweller, the Chosen One, the Lone Wanderer, the Courier, and the Soul Survivor. Yep, I like that. I would. I mean, I would say I would play that, but I, I have. <laughs> Okay, okay, here's one, here's one. Ready? Bioshock 2. Always got a groove back. I haven't played Bioshock, I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, I'm thinking. Uh, Like, like, an easy one would be something like Rapture Rising, but that's, like, too easy, you know? No, The Fall of Rapture. The Fall of Rapture, okay. Hmm. That's not bad. Uh, now, if I was going to take the two, I think Bioshock 2, The Fall of Rapture sounds good. If I was going to take, like, the two out of it, though, like like how Bioshock Infinite and then Burial at Sea are, like, you know, just, like, no, non-numbered. Like, I'm trying to think if I would say, like, fall, Bioshock Big Daddy Time. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about Bioshock something and Lamb? Like, not like, like Lion and the Lamb, but something... That would work for Infinite. Yeah, because Infinite has that whole theme about, like, the lion and the lamb and all that. Yeah. I think that, uh... also have, uh... I just was thinking, because, like, Lamb's Rapture family was... Mm. Okay. ...was what I was going for. Mm. Um, Bioshock Blood of the Lamb. Again, that works so... Blood of the Lamb is good. Yeah, but I'd say, again, that one works even better for Infinite, because one of the characters has, uh... Not exactly the nickname, but uh, the title of the lamb. Yeah, they like call yeah. him the lamb. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe the lamb. There's the lamb. There's the lamb family in two, though. Is what I was thinking of. The um, lamb like, that were connected with the rapture. Um. Also, Elizabeth, please say that pun again. The lamb-ly. <laughs> <laughs> The lamb-ly? What? The lamb family. The, the lamb family. The lamb-ly. I like to call it the lamb-ly. Bioshock 2, welcome to the lamb-ly. <laughs> All right. All in the lamb Done. It's done. Okay, so this one I have, I have, uh, I, I have to say when I was uh, told the name of this game originally, I was like, that sucks. Do something else. Uh, the Last of Us Part 2. I think it's, I think that's a stupid thing to say. Give it a name. The Last of Us 2. There's The Last of Us 2. There's more of us. There's more of us. Okay. What what if more of us. The more of us. Okay, that what I was honestly thinking was like, and I, I I know this is bad branding, but like I think it would be so cool if it had been called the next of us. And it's like, oh, <laughs> What is it? No, oh, I said okay. Yeah, the, the best the of us, the ne- the fest, the fest of us, part two. <laughs> the uncle fester of us. Um, Tomorrow there'll be more of us. Oh wait, that was another Hamilton. Quote. To the full of us. Tomorrow there'll be more of us. Is this Hamilton again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> there's a very good chance if you have Kate and I on together, we will break into song. Hamilton hey, uh, was really good. I, I saw I it. I like uh, Elizabeth's suggestion. I like The Last of Us 2. We found more of us. <laughs> the Last of Us 2. <laughs> there's more of us. There's more of us. Here we come. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's try this one. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Because remember, Luigi's Mansion 2 was called Dark Moon. What's Luigi's Mansion 3? Uh, you can't call it anything other than Year of Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> 
Eclipse. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Eclipse. <laughs> that sounds like a Twilight book. You God, God. Uh, that's what the remake of the first one is called, or, or the the sequel Dark. The second, yeah, the second game is just called Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. It it doesn't have a two on Luigi's it. Luigi's Mansion. Why is Gooigi? <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. It's Goo Time, baby. Uh, Luigi's Mansion haunt, Haunted High Rise. Luigi's haunted? Mansion. Okay. Go it's, for the ghoul. Like we could do like Hotel of Horror was boring, yeah, but like Goo Tell. Goo Tell. <laughs> I'm gonna make a goo pod, whatever you say. Goop. Elizabeth, help me here. Goo pods. We could, we could go horror tell. Horror tell. Yeah, but then you can't put goo in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's being gore, and that's not the point of Luigi's Mansion. Uh, that would be a very different game. Gooigi is the point of Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion 3 Gooigi. It's done. Alright. Uh, let's try this one. Por- Portal 2. The part where he kills you. <laughs> what? <laughs> the part where he kills you. Okay, so it's just called Portal. The part where he kills you. Yes. Portal yeah, because that's what it, it's the part. It's the part. It's that part. Portal Two, Gladys Boogaloo. Gladys Boogaloo is okay. <laughs> or yeah. actually, no, no, that one is actually how Gladys got her groove back. I I guess it is. I would like. I think it'd be fun if it was like. Uh, like, it w- if it was just called something like that, like, wouldn't make any sense before playing it. Like, Portal, like, you know, Potato Time. Uh, Portal 2, Combusting Lemons. I, it, what if it was just, like, something like, uh, Test Number 2 or something like that? Like, Examination 2? Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I, that's the kind of vein I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, no, because the Extended Testing Initiative is a thing in that, so... I was um, also gonna try to make a joke with, like, the fact that there you need two portals to travel anywhere. But I couldn't. I couldn't think of how to make it work. Portal Portal two. There's more of us. (laughs) (laughs) Portal Uh, two. Another game like To. Oh, you know what? That's like not even that crazy. (laughs) Portal two. Another one. I I would just love to have the logo be poor instead of a T two A L. Poor tool. Poor tool. (laughs) Actually, you're right. You're right. We're subbing this out for poor tool. All right. Like yes. The, the yes. Seven yes. Is like the seven, number uh, seven in the middle of it. All right. Seven. All right. Hit me with this one. Help me with seven, this, seven, please. Seven, seven. Assassin's Creed Two. Um, More people to kill. It's a me, your Uncle Mario. No. Uh, Assassin's Creed. No, I was thinking like to kill more people. <laughs> I think in the vein of like we have like Origins and then we have like Odyssey, like have you know subtitle names, like in the vein of that. What does it have to begin with the letter O? No, but it can. Okay. Assassin's Creed, Ezio. Objective. Mm. Assassin's mm. Creed, objective. Huh. I kind of like that, actually. Uh, they should hire me to, to subtitle uh, games. Ubisoft then, should hire you to subtitle their games? No, yeah. everyone should hire me, because I want to be hired to subtitle games before they make a Witcher 4, so that when they make a Witcher 4, I can call it Witcher 4. Witchest. Which? Well, sorry, which? Witchest. Witchest. Yes. It, it's going to start. Witcher. Witchest. It's going to start. Siri, who is who is the witchest. Right. Her witch, mother witcher, is, is a witch. Her father is a witcher, and she is the witchest. <laughs> I should be hired to subtitle games so I can create witchest. 
Okay, a, a noble pursuit, I guess. Uh, I don't think we answered this one, but we're gonna move on. <laughs> objective. All right, I got a, uh, Assassin's Creed objective. Come on, y'all would play witchest. Oh, that. What? Okay, witchest wasn't the problem. <laughs> uh, no, but no, it's Assassin's Creed Ezio. It's uh, just Ezio. It's Ezio time. Yeah, it's Ezio time. Ezio. That, okay, I don't know. Assassin's Creed Ezio is not bad. But, like, we wouldn't even, like, that wouldn't really mean much to us, like, at that time, right? Like, it's Ez- Assassin's Creed 2. It's Ezio's turn to star in a game, you jerks. Finally, l- finally let Ezio have one. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, okay. It's Ezio time. Uh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed 2, let Ezio have this one. <laughs> I-, I was thinking that one. Would be like the most of the games in the series. I know. I know. I was just doing it. Just doing a goof Mom up. Mom it's my turn to use the Xbox. <laughs> yes. Okay. Play that one. All right. All right. Two, it's my time to use the assassination. All right. I've got to regain control here. Uh, this is the, actually this a is... real one. I thought uh, Assassin's Creed Renaissance. Do it. Does it have to be accented? So you have to say Renaissance. It does. Yes. Okay. Then I agree. <laughs> All right, let's finish this out. Uh, last one, Far Cry Five. Cry farther. <laughs> okay. What? We can't hear you. <laughs> You're too far away. The villain was right. Why was the villain right? It, uh, it, yeah, like it, it could be like. Uh, well, I was thinking like focus more on like the like uh, the the nature of like the you know the ritualistic the sort of de- like or like the location. Yeah, like. But I was thinking more like. You uh, can't expect us to be serious. Yeah. Both of you to assume that I've Far played JRPGs. Far, far, it's called Far Cry, uh, cult, cult country. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Far, Far Cry, Cry 5. No, Pagan Man is not back in this one. We didn't get Pagan Man for this one. Sorry. <laughs> Far Cry 5, why am I even playing this? There's no Pagan Far Man. Far Cry 5 featuring a disappointing lack of Pagan Man. Yeah. Far, <laughs> Far Cry 5, no Crab Rangoon. No, yeah, it's... And this one is actually there wasn't any crab rangoon in this. It did have a bear though, which was good. It did. Far Cry Five. There's a bear in this one. Far Cry Five. <laughs> there's a bear in pet this bear? one. It's a pet bear. Yeah, you can you can his like. His name is Cheeseburger. His name is Cheeseburger, and he eats yeah. cheeseburgers. He's diabetic. But no, um, uh, I'd say Far Cry Five Montana. Far, Far, Cry, Far Cry Five Munch Time, baby. Yeah. Far Cry Five Flyover Country. Uh, fly, <laughs> fly Actually, yeah. yeah no, let's 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 do it. Do it. Lock it in. Uh, all right, uh, so let's uh, let's let's close out. Uh, we have a for our closing out. I want to do a thing called the wishing well. Everyone, you've got oh look look around you. Look up in the air. You see it? A sparkle. Grab it quickly. Uh, do I have an electrical problem? Get it. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, this is a wish. You get to throw. You get to make one gaming related wish and throw it into the wishing well, and we all will collectively will it into existence. Oh boy. (laughs) What you got? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Give me some more time. Let me hear y'all's wishes first. Sure. Uh, I wish for no more delays for Cyberpunk 2077's release date. Okay, well, I was sort of wanting to keep them in the realm of reality, I guess. But. (laughs) Okay, I wish for a release date for Metroid Prime 4. And but Breath of the Wild too. Oh, doesn't have to be soon. I just want. Oh yeah. Okay, fair, God. fair. Okay, my my beautiful wish is for a complete from the ground remake of Sonic Adventure One and Two called Sonic Adventure Rerun. I will pay five hundred dollars for it. 
Oh, Rerun's a good name. Right? I thought of that myself. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth, what you got? Oh, God. Uh, here, I'll wish for now for the Animal Crossing villager NPCs to have some more dialogue options. Because, God... They need some more dialogue options. They you, say you the could same have had any. Things. You could have had anything. That's legitimately what, what I can okay. think of right now. All right, that's Elizabeth fair. Went and wished for the stars. That yeah, I. You know what? Uh, that's that's totally fair. Oh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this has been the pilot episode of Game Busters. Hopefully, you'll uh, be hearing more of us in the future. Uh, come check out our content at GameLuster.com. We do news, we do features, we do. Uh, videos and uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on come check us out uh, and you if can... you're more of a film and tv person don't forget our sister site flickluster.com yeah, absolutely do please come by flickluster if you like reading hot takes about uh hamilton uh they're not there yet we will work on it anyone have any hot takes about Kate's hamilton already writing for the that site yeah i'm already <laughs> writing my hamilton hot takes so, okay good so good I that. they'll be there they'll be there um, all right. Uh, you can, uh, we can go around and, uh, so you can find me at, uh, Gondizi on Twitter. Uh, any of the rest of you? Oh boy. That's okay. I'm Punsona instead of the O, it's a zero. That's uh, very cool. I, I am oh, uh, on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, I am at Der Letzten Tanz, uh, German for the last dance. Uh, I'm Ryushikaze. You can find me in the innocence in a young child's heart. And on Twitter, I guess. You can find me in the Valley of yeah. Bungie where you possibly yeah. your winner. Yeah, Okay. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. And uh, Tim, as the winner of our uh, our uh, Hall of Fame luster session sent earlier, you get the uh, last words. Gable gobble. Gable gobble. One of us. One Poor tool.